It's all a game for him. He eats boys for breakfast. The boy insisted on looking him in the eye as he added the last words, and David didn't understand why goosebumps would break out and run down his neck. What happened with the boy who killed himself? It was a question that David had never been able to ask, but that had always been in the back of his mind. The gorgeous boy next to him scoffed. Oh, that was nothing. Just a fucked up kid. It's not like the professor made him do it or anything. The young man winked at someone in the throng, then continued. He just fell in love, like so many of them do. His hand was on David's forearm. Don't make the same mistake. David wanted to protest, to defend the man who had pulled him in with his eyes and his lust and his overpowering magnetic draw, but he couldn't. He's mad at me for something that happened tonight. He didn't know why he was confessing, but he had shouted it over the throbbing bass that had started pulsing again, something he wouldn't dare tell a soul. The young man had a new admirer. A tall man in a suit was riveted to his side, and his hand ran up and down the boy's back. David found the term meat completely suitable for what he was watching, and his stomach rumbled at the notion that it was what he'd been doing all along. If he's mad, then you'll need to watch it. The boy touched his arm once more before walking away with his new conquest. Take care of yourself. David read his lips. The actual sound was lost in the music. David felt weak in the knees and wished there was a place to sit, a place to think. He felt desperate, like a caged animal and on display, here where all of the guests, except for him, seemed to know exactly what he was. He made his way through the crowd, down the hall and up the stairs to the professor's bedroom, a place that he had thought of as home over the last few days, and now even that seemed foreign and frightening. He sat on the bed at first and then lay back, closing his eyes, reviewing it all. How had he come so far so fast? In his mind, with Dean holding him tight, the professor's black eyes flashing dangerously at him, and the lithe young man's stern warning. It was all too much, and he needed to leave, to run away, back to the safe loneliness of his small room. As he determined to do just that, the door opened. The professor didn't make any sound as he entered, almost as if he really were hunting David.